Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. of the Night Report podcast. I'm Mike Broadbent. Joining me is my co-host Richie Schneidere and Rutgers beat writer Craig Epstein. Guys, we're recording this uh, about an hour and a half before the kickoff of the Minnesota game and a a big news item just dropped. Sam Brown, who seemed like he was going to be okay to play in this game, is now out for the year with a lower body injury. Uh, so we're going to get into that. Uh, but first, this podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends on Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the best, the fastest, and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. You can head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your awards. BetOnline, where the game starts. And uh, we're also sponsored by Adam Goldman. He's the franchise coach. You want to change up your life, change up your career a little bit, he's the guy to go to. Um, he's a Night Report member, Rutgers uh, football fan, Rutgers basketball fan, Watch Young Hills native, so he's a Jersey guy just like you. Um, give him a call today, and you can uh, start up your own franchise right away. Um, 844-800-3726 or franchisecoach.net and uh, you can kind of own your new business immediately. Yeah, so guys, this is obviously a devastating blow to the offense. Um, Sam Brown has been a bit of a revelation for this team and I I think one of the main reasons why there was some renewed excitement uh, after uh, Sean Gleason got fired because he was going to play more. Um, In his last three games for Rutgers, he's gotten like over 60 carries. Last game, he had his first 100-yard Rushing game against Indiana, and he, he scored his uh, his first touchdown against a division, uh, an FBS opponent. On a level, of, on a scale of one to ten, guys, how devastating of an injury is this for Rutgers? Um, I guess I'll start. Uh, it's it's pretty high up there. I don't know if I'd go ten, but it, it's got to be pretty close to that. Um, this is the guy that was getting the offense going. He was running the ball phenomenally. Um, I think he was just. Uh, levels better than what Kyle Monongai was doing, what uh, Al Shadi Salam was doing. Now, mind you, Salam looked good at times. Monongai's had his moments over the past couple years, but no one was doing what Brown, what Brown was doing. He was patient with the run game. He would let things develop in the uh, with the offensive line. They would create a couple holes here and there. Uh, he he looked really good. So it is it is a really tough loss for this Rutgers offense, uh, especially one that's been struggling and one that has a new OC who. In game one, as his, uh, his interim OC, none started him at running back. So now it's like, all right, well, shit, now we got to find another running back to go or go back to Manangai or Salam. Maybe Aaron Young comes back. But this is this is a devastating blow for Rutgers. Yeah, if I, just same idea. I think if it, for one to ten, it would probably be an eight. The only 
other person I think could be a worse injury for Rutgers at this point probably, probably be like Wimsat, but yeah, I mean this this is brutal for Rutgers out of out of, out of an, for an offense that was kind of struggling for much of the year. He was kind of that shining light for them. Uh, like Lee said last season, they had 28 carries, really his first kind of welcome to college football type of game. And he really looks like uh, he looks like the number one back for Rutgers, not just for this season, but for going forward. So to go down with what they call the lower body injury, it kind of seemed like a foot injury is kind of what they said after the game. So that's kind of what I'm thinking, something to do with the foot. I mean, I don't know. I guess we can never be 100% sure, but uh, it's just tough to see him go down because he was definitely Rutgers, you know, the, the kind of the, the kind of the shining light for them so far this season. Yeah, and he was Rutgers' uh, highest-rated player on offense in terms of PFF grade. He was the 33rd overall running back with an 83.3 grade, and that ranks him. Uh, he's 33rd out of 506 qualifying running backs. He finishes his freshman freshman season with 86 carries for 374 yards and three touchdowns, four catches for 19 yards. He was averaging 4.3 yards per carry. Um we have some reinforcements at running back that are potentially going to make their uh, their season debut on offense. Uh, that's Aaron Young. Aaron Young's been out since he got hurt in the bowl game against uh, Wake Forest. Um, he didn't play at all in the spring. I don't think he played at all in the training camp. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, how big of a boost is getting Aaron Young back, given the news that Sam Brown's out for the year? Um, actually, like before the season started, one of my bold predictions was Aaron Young was going to lead this team in, uh, in carries and yardage at running back. I thought he was the starter, uh, if healthy. Obviously, uh, he wasn't healthy. He was still pretty dinged up. I thought he'd make it back by training camp. He didn't, like you mentioned. Uh, so it, it might have to shake off the rust a little bit here and there. But he's the best pass, uh, geez, the best pass catcher back out of the entire group, in my opinion. Uh, Shiano mentioned it on Monday. He, he could play slot. He could play running back. Or it might have been Wednesday, whatever. But uh, he, he, could, he could do a little bit of everything. He's that uh, multi-purpose, I guess that all-purpose type back that uh, kind of died off a little bit uh, over recent years. But uh, he, he can do it all. And then you saw glimpses of like how he can run the ball, too, uh, against Wake Forest. He ran, not, mind you, Wake Forest's defense wasn't great. But he still averaged, like, what, 4.7 yards per carry in, against a, a pretty good ACC team uh, last year. So, I mean, I, I think he comes in, and I think he'll, uh, if healthy, we're still waiting to hear on what the word is there. But he played last week in special teams. If he's healthy, he's, he's got to be the starter, in my opinion, 100%. Yeah, and just assuming assuming Aaron Young is back, I, like you said, I think I think that's, that will definitely help in the passing game, which at Rutgers so far has been a team that really needs all the help it can get in that department. And he'll also help probably, I would say, with blitz pickup. And I guess, I mean, as bad as the Sam Brown injury is, Rutgers does have is kind of loaded at backfield. I mean, you still have Kyle Manungai who will, I mean, still, he's been a solid guy, really, ever since he got here. Uh, you still got Asha D. Salam, who's kind of kind of seen his role kind of dwindle since kind of the emergence of Brown. He's not, you know, he's not this, the kind of downhill runner that uh, that Brown is. He kind of goes from side to side. But, no, you still got, so you still got Kalmananga, who kind of can be like the hammer. You got uh, Asha D. Salam, who can be the lightning. And, you know, they can try and pick up where Brown left off. It's funny, because... The Brown injury to me kind of feels similar. It's funny enough, I'm wearing this shirt. It kind of feels like the uh, Jets with Brees Hall, where it's like he's he's like you know the emerging young guy, you know, future offensive like superstar of the team goes down with an injury down with the year, and it's brutal because you know that's your guy. You're you're watching him become 
what you hoped he could be a superstar running back. But you know, the jet, like the jets still have Michael Carter. They made the trade for James Robinson. So they still got a good one, two punch of running backs. So to me, it kind of feels similar. It kind of does kind of mirror each other between Rutgers and the jets. Yeah, no, that's a great call. Uh, I, I have Breesall in my dynasty league, and uh, I've just yeah. been torn apart by injuries this year. I also have Chase, Trey, Trey Lance, oh. so light a candle for that team. Um, but, but it's easy to forget that Aaron Young, he led the team in touchdowns last year. He had five rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown. Uh, he averaged 3.7 yards per carry last year, which obviously isn't great, but he also had 12 catches for 75 yards and a touchdown uh, in the passing game. He's got 50 career catches uh, as um, a receiver out of the backfield. I do think he brings a, a different element to this. We'll see how much they choose to use him or if they choose to kind of do more of a rotation. But obviously, it's a huge blow, and we're learning about this just before the Minnesota game. Um, I don't think we really have a ton more to say about this issue. Is there anything else you guys wanted to cover regarding uh, his injury? It's just kind of, I think, oh, another part of it that's just a huge blow is how sudden it came. It was like after yeah. the game last week. It felt like, you know, they came out, he had, he finished with his 20 carries, came out of the game a little bit early, so you knew he had an injury, you just didn't, you know, serious, and after the game, Shiano was talking, he didn't see, he mentioned it, but he didn't seem like, you know, too, like, nervous about it or anything like that, and then Sam Brown even walked into the press room afterwards, he didn't, sh I didn't see any limp, so I didn't really think anything of it, and even the beat reporters around me were asking him, like, that was one of the, really, the last questions was, how's your foot, and he just says, you know, the foot's, my foot's okay, just got to do, I think he's like, I think it's okay, you know, just got to do some recovery stuff and I should be good. So to me, it was just like one of, it was like a little like something going on in the back and it wasn't even like a really much of a story. So to see it just, I guess maybe it could be one of those things where at the, in the moment, you don't feel anything, nothing's wrong, but as the week goes on, they look at it again and they're like, hey, this, there's something here. And next thing you know, he's out for the year. So it's just, that's another part that's such a brutal blow is just like how sudden this news came. Yeah, I mean, they, they were very optimistic at the beginning of the week that he would be able to go, and uh, obviously something got got worse or progressively worse over the past couple of days. Um, it even sounded like Wednesday, like he it was probably going to go, and then all of a sudden this this news just came today, and uh, it, it is a big blow for this offense, especially because I'm looking now, well, between Monongai and Salam, they averaged 3.3 yards per carry this year. It's brutal. But uh, you did mention Aaron Young's yards per carry, Mike, and, and they're not good either. But interestingly enough, he's he's never actually had – he's only had double-digit carries once in his career at Rutgers, and that's back in 2019. And he averaged 5.7 against uh, Illinois. So, I mean, optimistically thinking, you, you think if he's healthy, he goes and he, he's your lead back and you kind of go from there. Um, I think he could actually produce quite a bit. And like I mentioned before, I, I had him as a, a preseason leader in, at, at the running back position. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and there's another element to a guy, if he's truly 100%, there's not many guys that are truly 100% at this point in a football season. So he's got sure. fresh legs. He's going to be going against a defense that has kind of gotten beaten down um, the last few games against uh, Purdue, against Illinois, <laughs> and against Penn State. So there's a potential that he could come in and just be like that spark and have that freshness that nobody else on the field has. So kind of in a wait-and-see mode with, with Aaron Young, I can't see them – giving him a full, you know, RB1 workload on his first game back, unless he's, you know, just truly 100% and truly way better than the other guys. But I do think he could be a spark that this offense needs. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's how you can really ask for. Um, 
like we mentioned everything pretty much. This this running back room just took a big blow, and this offense took a big blow. Interim OC, so now it's up to Nuns to try to figure this out. Yeah, I don't envy his position at all. Uh, I think a lot of the fans were, including myself, one of the things that was keeping us tuned in was seeing what Sam Brown could be the rest of the year, how an offense kind of focused around a, a, a workhorse running back would look. And a lot of enthusiasm probably got sucked out the window, but there's still five games left in the season. There's still a chance for a bowl. We only need two more wins. One of those games is that's winnable is today against Minnesota. So if they could pull this win off, you know, season's still alive. If they Out lose, I, I think it's pretty much over. What's the line at now? So has it hasn't it moved. No, I, I I thought it would move. It hasn't moved at all. Um, it's still at thirteen and a half or fourteen, depending on your sports book that you use. So makes you wonder um, if they knew. <laughs> that is a good question because I thought <laughs> the line didn't make sense from the start. So the fact that uh, it hasn't moved, they, these guys, I don't know if there's like some kind of you know, crack team of reporters or information gatherers at, at these books. I'd imagine there are because the somebody's got in for me, whoever makes the NFL odds, because I mean, Vegas has been brutal with the NFL this year. Ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> underdogs all season have been crushing it in the NFL. I think they're hitting at like a, an absurd rate, like over 60%, which is usually a uh, big blue baby for like big the first baby. years. It's fine. Let's hope yeah. that continues tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you guys both got tough games, surprisingly tough games uh, yeah. against yeah, the Seattle. Are, and, uh, underdogs tomorrow at home against the Patriots. Yeah, crazy. yeah that's wild. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Patriots looked like absolute garbage last week against the the, the Bears on Monday night. So yeah, I, I I couldn't trust putting any money on the the fraudulent New England New England Patriots right now, <laughs> but. All right, guys. Well, we wanted to get this out to you as soon as possible before the game, and uh, hopefully it doesn't bum you out too much. But uh, this has been another edition of the Night Report Podcast. Go Rutgers, beat Minnesota. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.